Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy and now, here's Jerry Springer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, at the time we're recording this, a couple of weeks ago, did you see uh, the, the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight? I didn't did you watch see it? it, but I followed it. I mean, you had to have, look. I spent $100 I on it. Say. I felt like a fool. Yeah, I mean. I, everybody I, I, said but the but same thing. But people are complaining yeah. about Mayweather, and I don't know why. I mean, the first five days of May was be- beautiful. But I'm bummed. I, I ride the Ludlow See, people City. were complaining about Mayweather, but the first five days of May, the weather was pretty nice. Oh hey. my God. <laughs> Testing one, we two, one, you. two. You know, you want to you know what my wife's favorite wine is? Yeah, yeah we've heard that. <laughs> I want to go to Miami. <laughs> Hey, uh, it never ends. It just doesn't stop. <laughs> you know what we should get? No, it doesn't. You know what we should get? We, we need to get some nicknames, and I'll tell you why I think we need nicknames. I, I hang out here all the time at the folk yeah. school coffee parlor. They're always life. saying, Gene, go home. You got a, a house, a wife, go home. Yes. But anyway, I was here the other day, and one of the baristas, Maria Corelli, came in. And I was talking with Matt Williams, the owner of the Folk School Coffee Parlor. And Maria came over and she said, I have with me my best friend from the third grade all through life. And she was real excited. She first introduced her to Matt. And she says, this is Matt Williams, the owner of this place, my boss. They call him Catfish. She turns to me and she said, this is Gene Galvin. He's the executive producer of the Springer Podcast. And I then said, how you doing? My name's Screen Door. <laughs> Megan, why the hell did I say I my think, name's Screendor? That was that's where you went. Really? Okay. Well, why did I do that? Well, so if you could do it again, what because would it be now? Because people are always slamming him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. I, so I work on slam. Yeah, you know, I work with, yeah. with my therapist to try to stop the facial tics, and now she's <laughs> gonna be like, "Oh, well, let's oh, talk about no. that for four sessions." You know, analyze your views. So obviously, Screen Door is a stupid really bad. nickname to have adopted. And I did it like right on the spot. It's all that came in it's was amazing oh, how your mind works. I know. Okay, speaking of nicknames, at the time we're recording this, yeah. um, and maybe I care about this more than anybody else, but it is Yogi Berra's 90th birthday. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Happy birthday, Yogi. Now, when I was a kid, uh, Mickey Mantle, and I grew up in New York, sorry folks, but I'm a Yankee fan. So Mickey Mantle and Yogi Berra were my favorite players, and that was just everything. And then, you know, I got a little older, went to college, and started dating, and, well, I couldn't find a girl named Yogi, so I married Mickey. 
Uh, This is true. That's my wife. And how long have you been married? 41 years. That's incredible. Okay, yes. So now, for her... She's a saint. She is. Yeah, but she doesn't know what I do for a living. (laughs) Clearly. She thinks... No, she thinks I sell insurance. (laughs) You must sell a lot of insurance. I haven't told her I'm Jerry Springer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got a golf stream selling insurance. I don't watch television, for God's (laughs) sakes. Okay, so my wife's name is Mickey. Now, we have a kid. And when, when our child was born, I said, honey... Let's name her Yogi. Well, this is going to shock you, but she said no. <laughs> so she didn't want her daughter named Yogi, so we named her Katie. Okay, now it's a few years later. We get Katie a cat, and I'm thinking, Yogi Bear? Katie, how about we name our cat Yogi Cat? Huh? <laughs> no, Dad. Oh. Now we get a dog. How about Yogi Dog? No. A few years later, we had just bought a boat. She comes into the bedroom Saturday morning. She says, Dad, I've been thinking you can name your boat Yogi Boat. And Yogi so boat. Yogi Boat with a number eight. Is yeah. my boat that that's kind of cool. Yes, that's but the boat has never been in the water. <laughs> well, hey, Jerry, let's tell, I don't let's swim tell well. the truth. I don't want to take it out. Yeah. <laughs> One time, uh, Bonnie and I joined you and Mickey at your place in Florida where that boat is sitting at a dock behind your home. And you said... Let's take the boat out. Oh, gosh, I forgot. I say, yeah, that's, that's great. Let's, that's it be a lot of fun. So we get in the boat along with our wives, and we're pulling out, and I say to Jerry, uh, you know how to do this? And he not said, a ch- not a clue. Kind of. Because I had never taken it out. We go on the intercoastal waterway, oh, and there are red lights and green lights mm-hmm. in the intercoastal waterway. <laughs> I said to Jerry, do you know what the red and the green mean? And he the said, red you stop. Not really. No. Not, not really. That's not how it works. And in the to water. be honest, I couldn't help him because it's like keep red, green on the left or right. Does anybody know? Oh, when some you're returning. Deal? Pat, what is it? Hey, Pat. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> red right return. When you're returning red, to land, the red should be on your right. Well, we, we is that right? took. I just made it up. We took that boat, not we. You took your boat and jammed it onto sandbars 40 times. <laughs> he destroyed a propeller. The, no, oh, is that not true? Really we <laughs> couldn't get out. Destroyed it. Yeah. That's that's not a matter doesn't of how work long. in sand. No, yeah, no, it won't work in sand. What kind of a cheap boat is that? <laughs> yeah. It was a blast. That was, that was a fun ride. Yeah, I haven't that. been on the boat since. Hey, Megan, the, let me ask you a question real fast, and then sure. I, I yeah, want to talk about some voting stuff. Uh, we were, Jerry and I were talking driving over here, and we're just sort of curious. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, have known you. We love you. We think you're a smart, attractive young woman. Youngish, youngish, youngish woman, right? Yeah. I, I noticed your... that your wife went home. <laughs> <laughs> She's not here for this broadcast. Sorry, Which, added, which added the number of adjectives. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't mean to put you on the if spot. If Bonnie's here, it's, we think you're a really nice we really person. You're a lovely person. But, yes. uh, Megan. You make all your own clothing. <laughs> yeah. Captain of the volleyball team. What? <laughs> all the girls like you. Uh, how's ahead. your love life? Really? What? <laughs> I'm just curious. Not the Jerry Springer no, show. No, there's there is none, Jane. There's none. I mean, I date. I don't. You know, yeah. Never been married. Don't have kids. So you know, I work. And I you, work. And you work well. And I <laughs> know that. These lights are on. <laughs> here's a here's a thought that I had because you know I'm always I'm I'm a fixer. Yes, you, you are. Know, and I was yeah, thinking yeah. you're a pimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're trying to fix her up. That may be apropos to to my idea. Here's the idea. We've got a website. 
let's use the damn thing. I mean, that's my, use it or lose it. We got us a website. He paid for it, uh-huh. and it costs a, a bunch of dough. So what do I get out of it? So how about <laughs> if we put on the website, would you like to date Megan? <laughs> Give me some stranger is going to... And then... How would this work? Not strangers that are fans the of the internet. podcast. They're not strangers. Are we going to put up pictures? Part of our, well, well, Megan's picture is up there. And it it's is. a very oh, so nice... so you know what you're getting. There you go. <laughs> but do I know what I'm they getting? They know yeah. even better because they've heard you talk. You oh. are the announcer at the front and back of the podcast. Oh, this You could are be involved in all of our conversations. We've mm-hmm. established that you are highly educated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a big girl job. Big girl job. You have a luxury Acura car. You are living large. Yeah, what are you so, driving? I come on the Ludlow you City drive bus. A toy. So here, so Megan, why don't we put on the website and then get some guys to make their pitch? Maybe do them even in video form. And you the, two are going to screen this. Well, Jerry could be he. He's the one that could pick. Well, actually, you would pick the yeah. guy yeah, you're going you to have a date with because we don't want to be responsible. Uh, no. <laughs> but here's well, we've the never protection. been responsible. <laughs> But we are, you know, you have to pick who you want to go out Okay. With. Here's right. the safety net. Yeah. Uh, think, think of a Mormon community or think of Spain where there are chaperones on dates. Mm-hmm. My wife, Bonnie, and I will go on the date with you and the guy you select. I will wear a ball cap, I often do, and I'll put a, a GoPro clip-on camera oh, on. What the, guy wouldn't want to be a right. part of that? <laughs> That's like and a dream I, situation. And, we will, right, <laughs> and we'll go to dinner. And at the dinner, at Burger King, I'll be like, well, I was thinking like you White just, Castle, Skyline, Skyline, <laughs> Skyline, and Menage we'll get video. What are you guys talking we'll about? We'll put the video on the website. Yeah. We'll get the guy who you think, maybe get a couple guys and they can call into the podcast. You can pick them. Uh-huh. What do you think? I mean, why not? At let's this point? do it. Why not? I think oh, that would be geez. a blast. Here, let's oh. do that. I am putting let's do this. Oh. You poor thing. I've got nothing left if to you, lose. I'm telling you, no, man. And then if it doesn't work out, you come on my show. And then I have, exactly. I think perfect. that's perfect. All of a sudden, this is tax deductible for yeah, me. That's right. I've been recruiting. This is perfect. Let's nice get point, him dude. on the record on this. There's one last thing. Your father's going to love what I'm oh, about to say. Oh, Megan, in the is, off chance, this can only a cool better. guy comes in and you connect with this guy and mm-hmm. it turns into something. Let's have Jerry Springer give you the wedding of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. Now that is a deal on our show. <laughs> oh, there's the catch. That's the part of the sentence you forgot. Okay, on our we show. let Megan leave it to me. I will organize this. Oh, this is it might be take great. a little bit of time. This will be a lot Who's of fun. Who's paying for this date? It's going to wind up guy. being me, and I'm not no. even there. <laughs> no. I will. Oh, you I won't will pay, pay for, for the dinner. Anything. I will pay for so the dinner. So it's definitely oh, Burger be King. Yeah, the guy, the guy, definitely Burger King. Yeah, definitely yeah, Burger take you King. To McDonald's right. at best. <laughs> All right, that's gonna happen. Yeah. So, Jared, speaking of voting, and we'll let people yeah. vote on who you should pick. Yeah. We'll do a whole deal. Oh, it's gonna be great. God. Okay, what here's the yeah. Speaking of voting. Yeah, because we talked about this a little before the podcast, and okay, here's my rant of an idea. And I honestly think we should do it, and I've been thinking of what are the arguments against it. Here's what I think we should do in America. I think we ought to have compulsory voting. Wow. I'll say it again. I think we ought to have in America, just like they have in Australia, compulsory voting. That exists in Australia. In Australia. If you are a United States citizen, you can at least show enough care about this country that 15 minutes a year you can show up to vote. Now, 
we are a democracy and the government ought not to be able to force you to choose this person or that person. So on every ballot, there has to be none of the above. So remember, no one is forcing you to vote for anybody you don't want to vote for, and you can put none of the above or you can write in. So none of your freedoms are being taken away. But I think it is immoral as a nation to send young men and women halfway around the world to fight and die for our country, and the rest of us can't take 15 minutes a year to vote. It's disgraceful. Every year we have this same discussion. Well, what's the turnout going to be? Let's have a vote. Let's keep the, bo- uh, the voting booths open more day. All this stuff. Instead of saying, you are an American citizen on this day, or maybe it's a weekend, or maybe it's over two or three days, so it doesn't interfere with your job. Or nowadays, you can even vote by mail or vote. You know, we'll figure out all the technology and how you vote. But every citizen of this country would be required to vote, and no freedom would be taken away from you because you can vote for none of the above. So let's not come with that thing. I'm not going to live in a country that forces me to vote for these clowns. You don't want to vote for clowns? Don't vote for them. But you have to show up. We as a society say you have to pay taxes. We as a society say you have to obey certain laws. If we're in this together as a nation, And we get all teary-eyed at the seventh inning stretched, how much we love America. Please don't tell me you love America and then you don't take 15 minutes to vote because I don't believe it. I think it's just happy talk. I think it's something we all just say. Oh, man, I love my country. I'm a patriot, all this. Did you vote? Uh, No, I don't. They didn't ever do anything. Forget it. Now, here's another consequence of that. By the way, if every American voted, do you think we wouldn't have health insurance for everybody? Do you think we wouldn't have great schools? Do you think we wouldn't have decent housing and stuff like that? If every American voted, then everyone who runs for office would have to please the 99%, not just the 1%. So it wouldn't matter how much money somebody had. Everybody's voting. They can't have these campaigns to try to keep minorities from showing up on election day. They can't have these voter suppression laws. They can't have we're closing the polls early or we don't have enough workers in this particular community or we're going to have the cops show up within a five block area and you better not have any tickets because they'll arrest you there. So I'm not going to show up and vote. None of that. Every citizen of the United States of America should be required to vote. That's my idea. That's that's a really interesting idea. And, you know, just to tag on one thing to that, I I hear, and it's a classic uh, conservative and Republican frame, calling certain people low-information voters. Mm -hmm. And it's completely disrespectful because, I tell you, I spent my whole life working in inner-city settings, and I never met anybody who had low information. Folks knew whether they were Caucasian, Appalachian folks, or African-Americans. They knew, if, and I'm talking poor people here, yeah. they knew exactly what was going on. And they knew they what knew they wanted. Exactly you know if you're hungry. Were. You know if you can't afford to take your kid to the doctor. You know if you don't have housing. I mean, so it's not a matter of, and secondly, what are we picking on that issue? We let bigots vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one says you're bigoted, you can't show up and vote. This is America. Everybody, because the theory in a democracy is it all kind of, the crazies on the left will balance the crazies on the right. It all balances out. But in the end, 
every American should have a voice as to what our country does. This is our country. Please don't come up with a serious argument why I don't want everybody voting. Because you know darn well that every politician in America, at least in front of a camera, if there was a huge turnout on the election, would say, this is wonderful. Every politician goes into the schools and tell the kids, boys and girls, this is a wonderful country. When you grow up, you get to vote for who your leaders will be. Let's all do that. And we go through that whole process. And then when we get back to campaign headquarters, everything is done to try and keep the other guys from voting. You know? And typically in a big turnout, uh, liberals or Democrats tend to win and a low turnout, conservatives and Republicans tend to win. So your idea, which I, and you know, you mentioned Australia and come to think of it, I have heard that, and it seems like I've read they pull it off there. There is a very limited number of people that live with the penalties, which are fines. Initially yeah, and there's no sensible argument against it, no. other than I don't want to be told what to do. America will not fall apart if everybody votes. I'll say that again. America will not fall apart if everybody votes. So there's no argument against it. Yeah. Otherwise, let's change the textbooks and let's be honest with our kids and say this business about how voting is wonderful and all that garbage. Tell the kids the truth. Now, we really don't want everybody voting because if those people vote, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and that would be Just the, the opposition. Like Am I taking it too far to say that we should require also everybody to vote on our website as to who Megan should go out with? <laughs> Is that taking nice it too job, far? Jamie. Let's see. Well, I don't that, know. I mean, I'm let's see how that works idea. out, and then I may change my position. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, we have hey. Uh, someone with us tonight, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jake Book. He's from Iowa, and he is an historic uh, reenactment aficionado. He's, I think, pretty significant in that uh, movement. He's from uh, Centerville, Iowa, and we're very pleased to have you. You're now living in uh, Owen County, Kentucky. Yep. He is, you can't see this because we're an audio-only podcast, but Jake is wearing, uh, describe, Jake, what you're wearing. It's part of your reenactment interest, is it not? Oh, well, yeah. I've always been into, into reenacting. My dad got back into reenacting back in the 70s and when the bicentennial movement was yeah. strong. And, uh, and so reenacting really exploded in that time. And so I grew up doing it my whole life and uh, recently sort of just made the decision to, to uh, this is pretty much what I wear every day. Um, I don't, I threw out all my. <laughs> so this, so you clothes. wear the, the clothes, which are period clothing yeah, from what, yeah. what period would you say? I, what year? I could walk, I could, if I had a time machine, I could go back to the um, 1870s. Okay. Fit right in. And um, by the Jesus, way, Jake looks, and Jerry will be interested looks in this. Like my closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jerry, do you remember that? You mean? And Jerry, you mean that's a costume. Eight, 1870s, not 1970s. Yeah, 1870s. <laughs> no leisure suits in my closet. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's good. As appropriate. So, are you like like consistent? It's only the natural fibers, or do you get that into that? Or uh, yeah, yeah, I tend to try to keep it as as close to to what they Authentic. you know what they. Oh. And Jerry, Lord you'll take an interest in this because Jerry Springer is, as he mentioned earlier, a, and this is legit, I've observed this for the last 45 years in our friendship, he's a huge baseball fan. Oh, me too. Jake Book is a huge baseball fan, Go but Yankees. get this, Jerry, but his real interest is Japanese baseball. Is that not true? Well, well I like Japanese baseball. I think, I think Kat heard me talk about Japanese That's baseball That's Catfish on Screen Door, by the way. He's talking <laughs> about Catfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But I, I do like Japanese baseball. It's hard to follow in the U.S., and I, I can't really follow yeah. it consistently. But I, I like the way they play. I like a, a lot of Japanese players. Um, but I am a big, big Yankees fan. So and, you uh, love that we have Tanaka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, I hope, he, yeah, I hope he's, his arm's uh, okay. He's a heck of a pitcher. Yeah, he really for is. For sure. And, Jake, what are you going to perform tonight? And you're playing uh, – t- tell us a little bit about the song. And you're doing it on a guitar, obviously. Yeah. Uh, this song is uh, – like I said, I grew up in Centerville, Iowa, and uh, recently wrote this song about Centerville. And uh, it's sort of uh, – those that are from Centerville would hear this song and say, well, that's a bit romantic. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it's, it's sort of how I, how I like to think of Centerville. So um, it's a small little town at the bottom of the state – um, the county seat, and um, so yeah, take me back to Centerville. Well, it's lazy in the summer, boys, it's cold out in the winter. The streets are always busy in the shops in the old downtown, and if you're hungry for a sandwich, It's much to your advantage Just head on down to Raymond's For a hamburger and fries Take me back to Centerville Pork tenderloin, boy, I'll eat my fill And I'll take a walk around the old town square Well, in Centerville, boys, the girls are fair Old men on the corner Reminisce and tell their story Shopkeeper walking down the street For soda in the afternoon And I love that little city Oh, its courthouse looks so pretty A sunny afternoon in the heat of the day In the good old summertime Take me back to Centerville A poor tenderloin boy I'll eat my fill And I'll take a walk around that old town square Well, in Centerville The girls are fair Well, I miss that place like an old girlfriend And I hope to God I go back again Keep the door open, dear Centerville I'll be back again real soon Oh, Hopefully some guy in, in Centerville will call you, Megan. <laughs> oh, my God. you got to go to I'll Raymond's. Have dinner happening. there. Have lunch there. <laughs> the, the date will be there in Centerville. How perfect. That's just a great Americana song. Thank Good you. job. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. You have started a record label, though, correct? Yeah. Uh, uh, Historic Records is the name of my label, and I kind of started that a few years ago. Um, when I was getting into Appalachian music and old-time music, and, and uh, I started to kind of collect folk songs, and I've made several trips to Appalachia, and, and I really love Eastern Kentucky, um, especially. Uh, so. Is your wife involved with this as well? Well, she she's involved in that she really supports me. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and, so, uh, uh, so you couldn't call Megan for the day? <laughs> right, yeah. Is yeah. that why you asked the question? <laughs> How did you know he had a wife? <laughs> sure, so Megan's met... just making conversation with yeah. the musical band. <laughs> I met his wife in the lobby. Yeah. Oh, and she's also wearing period clothing, too. Right? She is, that's why oh, I, What yeah. does your wife do? <laughs> right. I don't know how many times I hear that question. <laughs> hey, Jake, can you take us out on Irene Goodnight? I'll give it a shot. All right. <laughs> 
Me too. You've been listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Foolery, sponsored by the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Hope to see you all again real soon. Stop staying out late at night. Go home to your wife and family. Stay there by the fireside bright. Sometimes I live in town Sometimes I take a great notion To jump in the river and drown way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event. Concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. SeatGeek searches multiple ticket sites and compares prices for you so you can save time and money. Plus, their mobile app is ridiculously easy to use. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase. That's promo code SEATS for $20 off. SeatGeek. Right seat, right now, right from your phone.